to the podcast To Live, the show by kids and for kids about Harry Potter. I'm Melody, your host, and this is my dad. Hi, I'm Melody's dad. Hi. Hi. <laughs> and um, our special guest today is Ruthie. Hi, guys. Hi, Ruthie. Are you Hi. excited to be here? Yes. Awesome. Very. Yes. Very. How old are you, Ruthie? Ten. Ten years old. And what grade are you in? Fifth. Like Fifth me. Fifth grade. Yay. Like Melody. Yay. And Melody uh, used to go to school with Ruthie, but now- she moved away. Ruthie. Yeah, it's so yeah, sad. So sad. So how can you tell us about um, your experience with Harry Potter? Like- how many of the books have you read? How many of the movies have you watched? Do you like it a lot or only kind of? What do you think? Okay, so I have read four and a half-ish books, mm-hmm. and I really, really like it. It's kind of intense. Like, sometimes it has a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. But, yeah, it's really good. Good. Awesome. That's so cool. So cool. Oh. All right. Um, well, what are we talking about today, Melody? Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. All right. I'm super excited for Harry Potter and the Goblet so of Fire. Yes. Um, so as you know, we start with the one-minute summary. And it's my turn, right? Yep. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to set my timer. I'm going to see what I can do in one minute. Oh, wait, Here we no. go. I didn't, I didn't really practice. I've practiced before, but not this time. Ready? Set. Go. Go. So it's Harry's fourth year at um, Hogwarts, and first he goes to the uh, Quidditch Cup, and there's crazy things. Somebody shoots off the dark mark of Lord Voldemort into the stands, and then when he gets to Hogwarts, there is going to be the Triwizard Tournament, and two people from two other wizarding schools, Durmstrang and Bobaton, are going to go live with them, and there's these challenges, uh, champions, and they face off in these challenges, and Harry secretly somehow gets into this tournament, and the first challenge challenge they fight a dragon and the second challenge they have to rescue people underwater and the third challenge they have to go through a maze and then it turns out that at the end the cup at the end is a port key to take him to the cemetery to where Voldemort is it was a trick all along spoiler and then Voldemort uses Harry to come back to life he comes back to life he kills Cedric Diggory and Harry comes back and he realizes that Mad-Eye Moody secretly was manipulating the whole thing but it wasn't Mad-Eye Moody it was Barty Crouch Jr. and Harry is very sad the end that was was really good (laughs) when I do it I just go like and then this happened and I know um, and then um, stuff happened in like yeah. yeah. I tell you what, that's that's that was so good. that's high school speech speech class for you. Extemporaneous speaking. It's seven hundred and thirty four pages in one minute. We wow. did it. We did it. Oh. These are gonna get a lot harder. These are gonna oh, get a lot geez. harder. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. so that's what happened in the book. In case you forgot, that's what <laughs> happens in this one. Uh, are we ready for awards, Melody? Yes. Okay. So our first award is best scene. Okay. And. My best scene was the Quidditch World Cup because oh. not really just the match itself, but like all the wizardingness of it. Um, and like Harry hasn't really seen like much like wizarding world besides like Hogwarts and maybe like Hog the I'm not Hog Hogsmeade um Diagon Alley, mm-hmm. you know. But this is, like, a really good chance for him 
and like us readers to see, you know, like see like the rest of the wizarding world, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. not the rest of it, but like yeah. more of it, you know. You get to see the broader wizarding world. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I I agree. I think it is really cool. We don't we don't get a lot of pictures you know, into the broader wizarding world. Like, mm-hmm. I like fun. the part um where uh like Harry sees this tiny little baby wizard and the baby wizard has his mom's wand and is like poking poking a like a slug to make it go like mm-hmm. longest mm-hmm. and and the mom comes out and is like what are you doing with the, that wand i told you not to touch it you know it's mm-hmm. funny cool all right good choice what do you what about you ruthie what do you think uh wait favorite scene mm-hmm. okay um my favorite scene is probably like the end like towards the end where we do or not where we but uh where it's like like where he meets Voldemort and then he like oh, yeah. summons his uh what are they called Death Eaters? Mm-hmm. Death mm-hmm. Uh, they he summons his Death Eaters and then like and then like he like fights them and then he touches the cup and then he like transports back with like C- Cedric's like corpse and then mm-hmm. he goes back where everybody's waiting for him. Yeah. What did yeah. you like about it? It was just very specific suspenseful mm. yeah and dramatic it yeah is. very like, dramatic what is going on da, da, da. were you guys surprised when he grabbed the cup and it turned and it took him to the cemetery what yes. do you think yes that's the perfectly right answer oh okay. yeah okay yeah, yeah yeah i got to that part and i was i just couldn't stop reading we were yeah like, what in the world i did not see that coming I, I figured she was gonna surprise us with something but i didn't know it was gonna be that mm-hmm. that was what, pretty... what did you predict might happen i didn't know i just i don't know i thought maybe the cup would like transform into something or something would be revealed i didn't think it was secretly a port key and was gonna take them somewhere that was yeah that was my choice for best scene too. I think this is this is I don't know if this is a hot take. I think that is the best scene of the entire book series. That's what? my favorite scene of all seven. I would books. not say that there's a part in the seventh book. Not gonna say. Okay. Not gonna say. Okay. Um but Is it I near really... the beginning or the end of the at, seventh book? At. Oh, near the very end. That's not bad. It's pretty good. I just still think for me, just the pure, because the seventh book, everything, you know it's coming. It's yes. coming up to the end. You know there's, there's yeah. got to be something. I mean, even you haven't read all the rest of the books, but you know there's probably going to be some big showdown between Harry and Voldemort oh, yeah. at the end, of course. So we kind of know it, whereas this one was just shocking to just me. Like, it, it was, was just what? Like, I knew that like Voldemort was going to come because he always comes back at all the books, I think, but like... I didn't think that, like, the cup was going to, like, transport mm-hmm. him to, like, a cemetery or whatever it was. And especially, you know, this is the first time, I think, that anybody, this might be the first time, I guess in the at the beginning of this book is the first time anybody dies in any of the books, maybe. Yeah. Um, and this is the first time a Hogwarts student dies, and the first time anybody dies in front of Harry. And so it's like a real turning point in the series when all of a sudden you realize, okay, um, you know, Voldemort just had somebody killed right in front yeah. of Harry, a yeah. boy. And now Voldemort came, he came back. He's he really here. Back. And yeah. and it just like ramps up the intensity for the entire rest of the series. And yeah. you're like, whoa, hold on tight. 
So I think it's yeah. just it's really dramatic and suspenseful, like you said, Ruthie. And I think it sets the tone for the whole and it's surprising and it sets a tone for the whole rest of yeah. the series. Yeah. It's a great scene. I agree. Yeah. So let's okay. move on to the next um our next category. Best new character. Mm-hmm. This one was easy for me. Okay. Mad Eye Moody. Mm. But oh but mm-hmm. um I would say we don't really meet the real Mad Eye Moody, Moody but like the Barty Crouch was it Barty Crouch or Barty Crouch Jr.? Barty Crouch Jr. Barty Crouch Jr. does a good job of being Moody, so you basically meet the real Moody. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. Yeah. I, I just like him, especially the part where where he does the unforgivable unforgivable curses. Why? I don't know. Those are like it's bad cool. curses. Oh, you just like, like learning about him? He's he's cool. He's cool. He's cool. He's a cool guy. He's okay. Cool guy. What do you think, Ruthie? What's your favorite new uh, character? My favorite new character is probably Fleur de <laughs> Fleur de la Cool. Yeah. Uh, Her. So I think that she's my favorite character because uh, she is, well, well, first, she is a student from, which one of the schools was it? It's uh, Bo, Bo, You Bo- can pronounce it however you want. Bukes Baton. Bukes Baton. Oh, no. Bukes Baton, yes. I don't know. I can't believe you guys are going to choose to pronounce it that way. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, that's, and... that's what it looks like. <laughs> that's what it looks like, but it's French, so you can say it with a silly fake French accent, like Bon Baton. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. Like Bob in the movies they pronounce it Bobaton. Bobaton. And I like to I like to pronounce it as like Bobaton. What? Okay. So uh-huh. she's from Bobaton. <laughs> and uh she is, her mother is a Vila mm-hmm. and uh so she's half Vila and she's very pretty and Ron kind of falls in love with her. Mm-hmm. So what do you, you like her because she's just so pretty and irresistible? Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Fleur. I I'm not gonna spoil oh, anything. Cool. I'm not sure I won't to try. We'll try not to spoil anything. But this is not the last time that Fleur shows up. In oh the yes, Fleur. Uh, that's a good, you know, I just realized there are so many new characters. The so new, many. the possible yeah. new characters in this one, Mad-Eye Moody, Flor Delacour, Ludo Bagman, Rita oh, yeah. Skeeter, Barty Crouch Sr., Barty oh, Crouch Rita Jr., Skeeter. Victor Crumb, Karkaroff, Madame Maxime, so many new so many. characters. And Winky, is Winky new here or did we see her before? I think she's new. Oh, uh, she's new. Winky too. So mm-hmm. there's so many new characters. There's a lot to choose from. My choice was Mad Eye Moody, also, mm-hmm. because Mad Eye Moody. I think, like you said, you you never get to really meet Mad Eye Moody, but to do the Polyjuice Potion, he has to kind of imitate. So it has to basically yeah. be like Mad Eye Moody. And I just said, I thought he's so crazy, but he seems good, even though he's crazy. Yeah. So you're never quite sure whether to trust him, which really fits for the book because yeah. you trust him because um, he is actually good, but it turns out he's bad because of somebody pretending to be a good guy. Yeah. So I, I like Mad-Eye Moody. He's a good guy. And I don't mm. think, I guess you've never seen Mad-Eye Moody in the movies, Melody. Is he creepy? Mm. Oh, I don't know what that <laughs> was. <but. laughs> 
I thought, I don't think he's creepy. He seems like, I would describe him as gruff, but lovable. That's how I would mm, Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like Good a friend. grumpy, he's like a grumpy old guy that's like, <laughs> but you also still love him anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, so um, our next, um, our next category is saddest moment. Mm-hmm. So, um, my saddest moment is when Cedric Diggory dies. Mm. Because it's just like, you're like, oh, Cedric Diggory is a nice guy. You know, he helped Terry out. And like, yeah. And like, they were kind of friends ish. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, but then he dies, and it's just like <laughs> he dies. What? <laughs> it's just like what in the world? Yeah. It was so, and it's so shocking. I know. It, it was just like they, it was just like they were skipping along in a meadow, and then all of a sudden <laughs> the skies turn gray, and oh, then no. he just dies. Oh no! <laughs> skipping along that would make it even more terrible. <laughs> As it happens, they just think they won the championship Woo! together. And they're like, yeah, we did it. And now you're dead. <laughs> oh, no. It's the sad. worst. Yeah. yeah. And then his parents are just like, oh, sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to have to take a cry break. There's no crying sound effect. I don't, I don't, I can't find one here. Oh, boo. Uh, was that your saddest moment too, Ruthie? Yeah. It was like, it was just so shocking. Cause like it was like the first Hogwarts, the first Hogwarts student to die, yeah. like the first so person to die. I think in in the book series, and it was like it was very shocking. Very yeah. shocking. Yeah, I think it's just about the most shocking thing that has happened, <laughs> except with the possible exception in book three, we talked about with a Scabbers actually being. Oh, you know, yeah, that Shab- was very Scabbers actually being um, uh, Peter Pettigrew and... Um, that was, like, that was... Sirius Black being good. That was shocking. That was probably my favorite book because yeah. there's just so many shocking yes. things. Loved that it. one. Loved that one. If you want to hear more discussion about that book, listen to our last episode with special guest Cecilia. Um, that was... I would say this was right up there with most shocking. I would say, actually, I had a different scene for Saddest. Um, I, in some ways, Cedric dying wasn't quite as sad in the moment because it was still so suspenseful. You still were trying to figure out what's going on. So you didn't really have time to be sad because you were like, what is happening? Where are they? And then all of a sudden you realize like, Voldemort's coming back. So I, so I didn't really have time to be sad for me. I thought the saddest part was when they get back and, um, and they use the uh, Veritas serum um, to make Barty Jr. tell the truth. You know, the fake the fake Mad-Eye Moody. Yeah. And he tells the whole story. And to me, it, it, that whole chapter ends with Winky just crying and crying because Barty Jr. killed his dad. It's um, so sad. He killed Winky's master. And... Um, and then Harry realizes, like, he never actually knew Mad-Eye. He, the person that he thought he had gotten to know with Mad-Eye was actually this awful person who was tricking him the whole time. And That's, like, so sad. He realizes that the whole competition was just, was rigged, you know, that he was getting all this kind of unfair help. And just the Crouch's whole family story about how, like, the mom 
know. You know, broke her son out of prison, and the dad was using the imperious curse on him. I actually and think that it's kind of cool. Voldemort, I mean, it's cool, but it's like, oh, man, what an awful yeah. story for a family. So I know. that was a lot. The Crouch family history so a lot. They're going to need a lot of time in therapy. Well, <laughs> some of them are dead now, but Barty Jr., bad. Barty Jr. got the Dementrix kiss, so pff, no therapy for you, you know. Mm-hmm. So Your therapy was the Dementrix <laughs> Oh, that's the worst kind of therapy. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Your therapy is you get turned into a vegetable. Ugh. What? Wait, really? Uh, no, no, no. That's, not, that's just a phrase. It doesn't mean you actually get turned into a vegetable. It means you get turned <laughs> into somebody who can't, like, can't do anything, can't talk can't respond to other people you just like have no life in you, you know? sad. Yeah, very sad very sad so that's sad exactly sad sad, yeah. sad. sad. i actually think the part where like yeah like the switch between you know like i think it's um body couch june i mean body crouch or body couch junior <coughs> i think body i don't remember which one um and then their mom switched like she, yes, mm-hmm. she died mm-hmm. in Ags. That's Ags- right, Azkaban. And and they played like th- that's he that, died. That's cool. Oh, that's cool. Well, they're pretty sneaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like that. Yeah. Sneaky and sad. And cool sorry. and sad. Yep. 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 It's true. It can be both. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are we ready for funniest moment? Yes. We got to pick this thing up a little bit. You know, we're getting all sad. Too many tears. Now yep. it's time to yep. talk about funny parts. What do you got? I don't know. Oh, you, you. Me either. I couldn't. You find couldn't. Fu- oh man, I had a couple. It's so serious. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. it's very. Remember serious. at the very beginning. Oh, oh, oh! oh I go ahead. Have one. You got one. You got one. Um, my funniest moment is, well, this isn't really funny, but just like at the Weasleys, because it's just like happy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> happy. Oh, that sad. is. Yeah. What I are like you thinking of? Well, I don't even remember if it was at the end of the third book or the beginning of the fourth book, but I think it's when, like, like when Harry's, like, when his uncle Vernon is, like, but then since Sirius Black was uh, out of prison, then, like, all the, you know, all the, his uncle and aunt and cousin were all, like, kind of scared of mm-hmm. his uncle. Yeah. And so, or kind of scared of Sirius Black. So, uh, they, and so he was like, I'll just write a note to, uh, to my godfather mm-hmm. saying that you're being mean to me and he'll, he'll come for me. So. I can't remember. Was that in this, this book? I think, yep, it is. It, it is. is. There it is. It says, Ruthie knew. Ruthie knew. Uh, I don't know where it is, but like, okay. If I if I find it, we'll find it. So that was one of my two. My one of mine was when they're at the Dursleys. He has the um the Weasleys come and pick him up. Mm-hmm. And remember the Weasleys blow a hole in their wall, and then Fred yeah. and George, Fred and George give um Dudley like the one of their trick candies. Oh, and oh yeah, he yeah. gets really big. <gasps> And oh, they're just like, that. they're so freaked out by the Weasleys. And they're like, ah, get out of here. And the Weasleys are just like, well, what are you going to do? You know, it was pretty silly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just seeing those two families meet each other. They're like opposites. Yeah, they're yeah totally, totally opposite. opposite. That was pretty funny. Back that at was the really beginning funny. Of the book. My other funniest moment was every time Victor Crumb 
tried to say Hermione and <laughs> said yeah. Hermione or whatever. I can't oh, do yeah. a Victor Crumb accent. Do you have Hermione. a Victor Crumb? I don't oh, oh, yeah, Hermione. Or something like that. Yeah. I, I, I have a feeling that oh. if you saw, if like you met somebody from there, wherever Victor mm-hmm. Crumb is from, they would be like, that's the most terrible accent. I, I actually know somebody from Bulgaria. And you do? I'm sure she would think that was you terrible. Do? I do. I you do. She would think that was a pretty terrible accent. But they, you know, he has the like, we are going to be friends, Hermanene. You know, <laughs> so it's just really funny. Cause you she, make it sound like, sound like, I don't know, <laughs> something like that. That's how he sounds in my head. He seems like such a nice guy. He just has a silly accent in my head. You know? Like, we are going to be friends. We are going to be friends. We are going to be friends. Nobody says that. We are going to be friends. Whatever the line is. I just Melody, need something we with are going to be friends. Yes, we will. Whether you like it or not. Yeah. <laughs> will not... you go to the dance with me, Hermione? You know, that kind of thing. That was very... I just thought it was really funny. Every time he'd be like, Hermione, you know. Or when he pulls, he pulls Harry aside. And asks him if he and Hermione are like, you know, a couple. And he's like, you know, were you ever anything with her Hermione? You know? <laughs> like, totally serious, except yes. for Hermione. Hermione. <laughs> I don't think he ever once says it right. And I'm trying to remember if people try to correct him or not. Yeah, well, well, I remember at I the Yule Ball, do. at the Yule Ball, um, he's... Um, I mean, not he. I mean, he's saying Hermione or whatever, and Hermione is like, "No, it's Hermione," and he's like, "Hermione." Hermione. Hermione. Her. He can't do it. I can imagine her being like, "Her, her, my, my, oh, oh, knee, knee, Hermione, Hermione." Yeah, I can see it. So okay. that was my favorite funny part. Yeah. So let's do a head scratching question. Okay. Now. Okay. Um, so mine is, well, this kind of applies to like all the books, basically. Mm-hmm. But and this actually applies to like a lot of like stories with like a villain and a hero. Um, so it's why does Voldemort like tell his plan? <laughs> yes. Like. He's like, so guess what I did this time? I'm like doing this. This is how I did it. And like, if you do it, if you do this, then you'll be able to stop me. So <laughs> don't do this. And then Harry's like, maybe I should do this, you know, to like stop you know what? It's just like, Voldemort, you are smart. And why are you telling him your plan? Like, what in the world? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. It's just, he's monologuing, you know? It's just like every villain, they're always just like, okay, I could kill you right now, but first I'm going to spend three minutes explaining the entire plot to you, and then I'll try to kill you, and I won't. Like, maybe maybe you can, like kill them and then say the plot that's right even though they're and they explain it to all, <laughs> explain it to all your death eaters you yeah. know yeah oh man i, I, yeah, well, I, I don't i yeah. can't answer that's that question. very good no, <laughs> like it <laughs> did you you didn't did you have a head scratching question ruthie besides i mean maybe um, you can just agree with hers or yeah i definitely agree with yours but mine just kind of applies to all the books it's just like 
how did J.K. Rowling just like come up with mm. this? Like, how did she come up with like all these potions and saving them from the ocean and having them transported to a different world and like, mm. yeah, <laughs> so creative, so, so creative. creative. Yeah. She alive. She is. Yes, she's she's alive. very much alive. She's yeah. Very much alive. She's not dead. Yep. So here's my head scratching question. Yeah, and I'm I'm curious what your thoughts are on mm-hmm. how big do you think the wizarding world is? Like how many oh. wizards how many wizards and witches do you think there are in that world? I feel like all like, of the questions like kind like of how many schools are like No, no, how many people? How many people? Well, I would probably guess not more than like muggles. Yeah. I don't know. Definitely. Why, just like, definitely, definitely way than fewer than muggles, yeah. But like maybe like I don't really know. I mean, there has to be like I bet there's wizards like there's wizards all around the world. I mean mm-hmm. they have I mean, they have their own sporting. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they have their own sports. Mm-hmm. And they have their own like worldwide sports. They've mm-hmm. gotta have a lot of people. You know? Like millions yeah. or I'm hundreds probably gonna of thousands. say like fifty thousand. Fifty thousand, okay. Thousand ish, okay. I would probably say like ten. Well, millions. Millions, millions. okay. Definitely in the millions. Yeah. So here's the thing that confuses me. This is why it's a head scratching question, um, because to me, in this book, when she expands kind of the world with the Quidditch World Cup, I think it's cool, but it also, I think, really creates some continuity problems with the size yeah. of the world. Because everything else she writes about the Wizarding World, it seems very small. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. it, it basically... And then all of a sudden, they, it's just... It's also, boom, it's huge. Like, they act as though there's really only one Wizarding school in Britain, which is Hogwarts. Like, nobody ever talks mm-hmm. about any other school in Britain that that you could go to maybe there's like some reference in passing but like everybody knows and goes to hogwarts but hogwarts is not that big you know like yeah if if you would think of a hogwarts was that size of a school the town to have that size of a school might be like 10 or twenty thousand people yeah um, but there are way more in this the uh the quidditch world cup that stadium seats a hundred thousand people and it's full so what? there's a Whoa! There's a hundred thousand people who are just at I, that match. I would say, well, yeah, it's probably the in world, the millions. It's the World Cup, so I would. They were. It's like like how in. Like here, a bunch of people go to the Super Bowl, or well, even since it's since yeah. it's worldwide, like like so many people go to like the World Cup, mm-hmm. like the soccer World Cup, right, like right. so many people, mm-hmm. you know, and I bet. You know, there's about you know. But then, but then it would still mean that would still mean that there would have to be a lot more people than that in Britain, a lot more than a hundred thousand people. Like they say that there's yeah, there was a crew of five thousand people. They say in there from the Ministry of Magic just working on the stadium for a year. So if you can put five thousand people it's on crazy. one project, then there have to be a None of you, which means where are all these people going to school? They can't all go to Hogwarts. Yeah. Why does nobody even act like any other schools exist? I bet bet other schools. I mean, I feel like there are some sort of, well, a Bo Batten. They're in other countries. I mean, 
Bobaton. Bobaton. You can pronounce it Bobaton. But those are in other countries. I and and then you think about it. Hogsmeade is the only wizarding village, right? That and we know of. No, it says it says it. They when they're describing what? it, they say Hogsmeade is the what? only so one then, like, in England. Then, like, in England, Hogwarts must be like the most fate, like the most famous. Yeah. Then where does everybody live? They all live among the Muggles, like Harry did. Or maybe it could be that um that in the Quidditch World Cup, everybody just like most of the wizarding population just goes to the Quidditch World Cup. But then that would mean like almost everybody was there. Yeah. But again, but that would mean a hundred thousand wizards in the world. And I don't think you could ins- you could spare twenty thousand of the entire world population building a stadium for a year. I don't think you could do it. I'm not sure how much thought J.K. Rowling put into this. Maybe not this as much crazy. thought as we're putting in. What I am saying is, it appears as though uh, the world, the Wizarding World, seems to be huge when J.K. Rowling wants it to be huge, and then it's very yeah. small when she wants it to be small. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is. Uh, I'm I'm a little bit more type A, more of a stickler. Want it to kind of be consistent, but it just kind of like seems to turn big and then turn small when she. Yeah, feels. yeah. I think we should move on now. Okay, so what what are we gonna do next? We done. We're done with our head scratcher. What are we doing, Melody? Now we're doing our guest award. All right. What do you have for us, Ruthie? What's the guest award? The guest award is the worst character. Yeah. Okay. So what do you mean by worst? Do you mean like? This is a character, the the baddest guy, or the character I like the least? Yeah, the, the character, character that you like the least. Okay, because okay. the baddest is clearly like Voldemort. Yeah. <laughs> he's, not, he's not a bad character. He's a good character, but a bad guy. Yeah. 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 Okay, so worst character. the one. What would you say, Ruthie? I don't know. I got to put some thought into it. Okay, okay. So, Melody, do you Wait, have one? Who, I have a good answer. Can you already. list the new characters? Again? It doesn't have to be a new character. I know. I just, I think. Uh, I list sure. the new ones. I said Ludo Bagman, Rita Skeeter, Barty Crouch Sr., Barty Crouch Jr., I think I've got mine. Victor Crumb, Flora Delacour, Karkaroff, Madame Maxime. Okay, Melody's got one. Rita Skeeter. Rita Skeeter. So annoying. She is. Yeah. I was probably going to say Rita Skeeter. You know what? We are all united. I. I dislike Rita Skeeter with a burning passion, not because she is annoying, but I dis I dislike. I'm gonna stand up for journalism. Yes, I dislike. That's right. I dislike J.K. Rowling representing journalists this way. I think she just like by this time she had gotten very famous. And I think she just started to hate journalists because they were writing stuff about her and always trying to find out what's going on with her books and probably writing stuff that, you know, once you get super famous, well, or just not flattering. It may not have been not true. It just may not have been flattering because you're super famous. Sorry, things are people are going to write things you don't like about you. And I think she wrote this character out of her sort of passive aggressive hatred of journalists. And like, that's a really petty thing to stick into a children's book series. I don't I don't like it. So, yeah, I don't like her setting her settling her personal grudges with the British tabloid media or whoever through the creation of a character named Rita Skeeter. I don't like that. Sorry, Dad. I'm sorry they offended you. Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah. They they defended the journalist. I was reading Rita Skeeter and I was like, this character is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also hate her the quote pen or whatever. Mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. it's like it says like stuff that's not true. Um, I don't know where it is, but it's like a, in a photo shoot. She pulls him into a closet and she's like, "Okay, Harry, 
what do you feel about your parents or something like that? And he, she's and he's like, um, I don't know. And she's like, and then her quill writes like, Harry tears came into Harry's bright yeah. green eyes. He admits that he still sobs about his mom or something. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's not true. Excuse I, me. I just wanted to see a journalist with integrity in this series, which I, a spoiler. You could say maybe Zeno Lovegood, but it's crazy. It's okay. I'm just saying the existence of Zeno Lovegood. I'm not. I'm not spoiling anything. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe is that so? Yours least favorite was Lita Skeeter too. Mm -hmm. What about you? Was that yours? Of course. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody likes Rita Skeeter. Nope. Nobody likes nope. Rita Skeeter. Everybody has agreed. That's a good guest award. Worst character. Yeah. 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 Rita Skeeter, lame. Go away, Rita. lame yeah. No. Okay, so now let's do the movie versus book. Okay. Um, Dad and Ruthie have watched the movie, but I haven't. So we are going to do watch the trailer and um i'll make whatever i need to, you'll make like, some comments yeah, on yeah. the trailer and then they'll talk about the movie i okay. guess <laughs> yep sounds good so what do you what do you think about the the movie was there anything that surprised you at, yes. from the trailer yes yes <laughs> oh. yeah um so they showed uh they showed like the names being pulled from the cup, they said like you know Cedric Diggory. Um, well, no, first they said they said um Victor Crumb, Lord Delacour, Cedric Diggory, and then they said Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. And but but Dumbledore said he was like Harry Potter, like angry, and yeah. it's just like like what? why? It, it's it says kind of shocked. It says book. Yeah. it says like Harry. Like, you know, like, in the book, it's kind of, like, calm a bit. Harry like, Potter? Like, like yeah. what is, what's happened? Mm -hmm. Like, Harry, I don't really suspect you of anything, but, like, yeah. what happened? You know, like. Mm -hmm. So what did you think about the movie, Ruthie? I liked it. It was, it showed, like, I feel like this goes for all movies, but when. Like, when you read the book, you picture something, and then when you watch the movie, it's, like, mm -hmm. something completely yeah. different. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah. Did you like the way they pictured it in the movie? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And I, yeah, I love the way that, like, it's just very realistic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Made it, like, really come to life. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think the movie got right? I thought the movie, I think the movie does a good job of capturing, um, like, the the challenges. I think it does a good job of that. I think it does a pretty good, I mean, I think it does a good job of that key scene in the cemetery. It has yes. to get that scene right. Where, where Dumbledore or Voldemort feels like, whoa, this guy is evil. He's, you know, this guy's scary. Um, and it doesn't feel like, silly and they do a good job that they scene is really good, really good. that scene well, is so really good this is something um this is it doesn't really matter but like in i really pictured floor delacour being more like beautiful and beautiful and ah, beautiful and, just airy ah, beautiful and beautiful but, and beautiful but, but and like, like oh just tossing her hair back and being like hello boys yeah like, like that, that. Yeah. but 
in but in the trailer it kind of looked like she was just like in a hat serious very serious serious like serious black you know yeah yeah yeah, that's interesting. So some of the things that the movie did different than the book, because I know you care about this, Melody. Yep, um, yep, and and honestly, the, remember, the movie's not going to cover everything in the book because right, right. the book is 700 pages long. Yeah. There is no winky in the book. <gasps> I know. I no way. Yeah, no there's no winky in the movie. Of course there's winky. Oh, right. Oh, okay. I was like. There's no winky yeah. in the movie. And uh, there's not as much focus on the whole spew and the elf you know, protection and that oh, kind of yep, thing. Yep, That's yep. not as big of a thing. The other character who is not in the movie is Ludo Bagman. How do they not have Ludo Bagman? What in the world? You don't have to have Ludo Bagman. What in the world, people? No, they just, whoop, Wait, just sliced him right out. Ludo Bagman. <laughs> <laughs> Ludo Bagman is the, like, he's the guy who runs the Quidditch like, World Cup. Like, games and stuff. Yeah, oh, he's like the sports yeah, guy. And he's into gambling. And it turns out he was helping Harry, they suspect that he's helping Harry, and they wonder, oh, he was Death Eater, blah, blah, blah. And he's helping Harry, but the reason he was helping him is because he bet on him to oh, win. Oh, this is really random, but yep. um, one, one of the things I really like is when uh, Fred and George are betting, and they're like, I bet that they're going to get the snitch, but they're not going to win, win or something. And, they and, did. and then he was like, ah, ha, ha, you can, you can bet that, but that's not going to happen. And then they did, and they were like, can I have my gold, please? <laughs> you know. Anyway, that uh, was that was random. So uh, <laughs> other things that are different in the movie than the book. Um, the the movie portrays Beaubaton as just a girls' school. It's only girls. What? That's weird. But it's both girls and boys, and it and it portrays Durmstrang as only boys. But it's boys and girls. Why did from Why did they change it? They just wanted to do Wait. that. Way. And then there's also remember in the second, um, the second challenge, um, where he desperately needs to find a way to breathe underwater. Does Dobby help and him? And Dobby does not help him. It is Cedric. Neville. It's Neville. No, oh, because way. he has Neville the book. Gets him the Gillaweed. He has the book. Right. Because oh, but Dobby yeah. is the one in Mad the book. I, he has. That's right. Mad Eye Moody is the him. one who gives it to him. But it's Neville. Dobby doesn't help him in the second challenge. And then another change, um, Rita Skeeter in the book is a beetle. You know, she's an animagus, mm-hmm. and that's how she finds out stuff. And that's oh, not in the yeah. movie. She's not. She's in the movie, but she doesn't. But, but she needs she to get captured. She doesn't turn into like a beetle. Such a big part she gets her. She she needs to get captured. That's just, like I, what? I don't remember how oh, she gets captured. I love that part. The, I forgot about that part, actually. And then... Um, Barty Crouch Jr., after he's found out that he's, you know, Mad-Eye Moody, he, in the book, he gets a Dementor's Kiss. And in the movie, he only gets sent to Azkaban. Oh. So it's a little bit darker mm. in the book, but not in the movie. Oh. So I think the movie's pretty good. It's what? worth it. I think, do you want to watch the movie, Melody? It's PG-13. Yeah. It's it's mostly PG-13 for that scene yep, where Voldemort, yep, yeah. Yep, yep. But I mean, the rest yep, of it's yep, like yep. the rest. You could watch the, I think you'd watch it. So it'd be yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Okay. So, what what was your favorite character from the movie? The favorite like actor and stuff. The guy who does Mad Eye Moody is pretty. He's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he would. I would say he's the best. Yeah. I'm probably gonna say Victor Crumb just because of like that accent. Yeah. Well, it's better than mine. What was his accent like in the movie? I don't think we ever heard. No, I don't remember. It's better than mine. He's he not like, weird. oh, yeah, I have it, he? <laughs> he looks weird, though. Yeah. Not like how I predicted. Oh, uh, okay. Um, 
Should we move on to You're trivia? Ready? Yeah, let's do trivia. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say a trivia question, and Dad, Dad, has, you have a trivia question. I have two. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, so same. Um, and yeah. Okay. So. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> so what did Emma Watson, who played Hermione, say, filming the, like filming the Yule Ball entrance mm-hmm. was like? So it's amazing. Miserable, utterly terrible, or uncomfortable. Ooh, what is your guess? Uh, wait, what was the third one? The um options were. Don't look, don't ama- look, Ruthie. Well, actually, I didn't include the answer. Oh, okay. okay. So amazing, miserable, utterly terrible, or uncomfortable. Uh, um, utterly terrible. Okay, what's your answer? I'm going to say uncomfortable. You were both wrong. Oh, oh that's a bummer. There, we don't really have a wrong sound effect. What was, what was it? It was miserable. Miserable? Why? I don't know. Oh, uh, I don't know. That's terrible. Oh, I'm sorry. I know. It's so sad. Sorry. You added it the utterly. utterly that that terrible. me. Yeah. I know. I always just okay. like... I want to use the word utterly. What was like, <laughs> What was your other one? Um, well, actually, we'll do yours first. Okay. Uh, the first one, what was the working title of the book as she was, like, Wait, working is on the, it? Yeah, I don't want to see. Okay. Um, do you have any guesses? Harry Potter and... There were two of them. Harry Potter and the... Oh, uh, what was the race called? <gasps> The Triwizard Tournament. Yeah, Harry Potter and the Triwizard Tournament. <laughs> yeah. That was, it was originally, she was working on the Harry Potter and the Doomspell Tournament, which what? it sounds like, that's kind of crazy. It just seems so yeah. silly. But then she was debating between that and Triwizard Tournament. And they ended up, and then the Doomspell Tournament name got leaked, and she changed it to Goblet of Fire. So mm-hmm. Triwizard Tournament, that was one she was thinking about. Nice. Good job. You didn't even get any choices. Okay, okay. Melody. <laughs> so who, wait, what were your choices? I didn't have any. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Who was considered quitting being part of the movies after the fourth um, movie? So Ooh. Michael Gambon, who played um, Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. Rupert Grint, who played Ron. Mm-hmm. Ralph Fiennes, however you say Fiennes. that. Fiennes, who played Voldemort. Mm-hmm. Or Emma Watson, who played Hermione. Ooh, good. What was the question? Who considered quitting after this movie? Oh. The person who played Dumbledore, Dumbledore? The person who played Ron, the person who played Voldemort, or the person pl- who played Hermione? Uh, Voldemort. Okay. I. It's either Ron or Hermione. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Hermione, Emma Watson. You are correct. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, it was Emma Watson. She considered. Why? I don't know. Don't I don't. Me. I don't think she really loved acting all that much. What does she do now? What? She is mostly, she mostly is like a kind of professional. Uh, yeah, I think she maybe does a little bit, but I think she mostly is like a spokesperson for all kinds of causes and things like that. That is great. Yep. That's so, interesting. Um, that's a good one. Uh, all right, my last one. Um, I don't give any choices, but uh, who was Rita Skeeter originally supposed to be? There was a Beedle. different character 
there was a different oh. character, but it's going to be impossible to guess because it's a character who never actually showed up. She she made a character, but then she... Was it a new, like, name? Yep. What? Oh, I'll give you a guess. Okay. Which, what family was the Rita Skeeter character, the person who became Rita Skeeter, at, um, supposed to be in? And I will give you the choices of the uh, Malfoy family, the Dursley family, the Weasley family, or the um, the Lestrange family. What's who Bella Lestrange is? Like Bellatrix, Bellatrix, oh Lestrange. Mm-hmm. They mention them in book four: um, Malfoys, Weasleys, Dursleys, or Lestranges. I'm gonna say Lestrange, Malfoys. Lestrange and Malfoys. I think the Lestranges and the Malfoys are actually they're related. related. Yeah, I was actually gonna oh. think of it's. They're both wrong. I was gonna. Th- I was thinking. Oh. Crouches is who I wanted to put it instead of Lestranges, but it actually was a Weasley. They were gonna have. No way. She was gonna have a character wow. named Malfalda Weasley, who was a long lost Weasley cousin who went to. Um, who Crazy. went to Hogwarts and was a Slytherin and was spying on Harry to like make you know that and then leave my mouth dropping and then she changed it yes I can see you can't hear on this audio <laughs> but Ruthie's mouth is very dropped she's shocked there was gonna be Malfalda Weasley the evil Weasley cousin and that turned into Rita Skeeter instead. That? Why do you know why she changed? Yeah, why? Uh, she said that the Rita Skeeter character was like more versatile. She could what, do what more. That? Like yeah. she could do. She could put Rita Rita in more places. If she was an animagus uh... and a beetle, she could make her because Rita hears all kinds of things that they don't realize. They're like, who? How did this get out? And so it was a way, and it could get out to a lot more people. So she needed a way, a character who would find things out and then tell other people. Which and it was easier to do that to Rita. Of, which was technically the point of the uh, of the Weasley person. I don't remember her name. Why? Malfalda. Well, yeah, why couldn't a Weasley do that? Well, she just had a way, you know, is, it, is the fact that Skeeter had a newspaper. Mm. And, um, and I think that she, it, I don't know, it made it easier for her to be an animagus and a beetle. That was like getting all this information and publishing it, and how did she find a way? So, so that's uh, that's the other trivia. We have some good trivia questions there. Yeah. How about we move? Sorry. How about we move on to book ranking? Okay. Which is, we'll just say what we like about the book. Maybe. Yeah. Where does it rank? Yeah. Yeah. So, I would just say it's one of my favorites. You know, Mm -hmm. like definitely. Uh, yeah. I. I. Like it, but I don't. It's like somewhere between like and love. Oh, okay. It is one of my favorites too. Okay, what's the downside? What's keeping it from the love? I don't know. I just I feel like Harry Potter is like very like deep and intense, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm into more of those books that's like not deep and intense. Well, more that's like realistic fiction. Ah, okay, yeah, because this isn't realistic. Yeah, that's true, that's true. Okay, Yeah. that makes sense. I would say, I I would put this book kind of in the middle, maybe a little bit towards the top. It might rank like third or fourth, 
for me. Mm. Um, I would say the big the big pluses is I think, like I said, I think this is my favorite scene of the whole series. This is like the turning point of the whole series. Yeah. After they grab the port key, everything in the series like becomes more intense. It changes. Um, this is also the book in the series where you have the the pensive shows up, the pensive. Oh. And um, we talked about that. Yeah, we didn't. That's pretty What's cool. That shows. That's where he gets to see these memories oh, from the past. Uh, yeah. Dumbledore with like mm-hmm, his hair mm-hmm, and stuff. Yeah, yeah with the the little. But stuff we never coming. mentioned that. Yeah, so where that's he's, like cool. in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. I love that scene. Yeah, so that shows up, and I, again, we're not going to spoil anything, but the there's a role to play, a significant role for that to play in the rest of the series, and this is also where we start to really see that like Harry's scar is like a big deal. And so she introduces a couple good things. Um, I would say the downside for me, I still kind of think that the Triwizard Tournament is a little bit cheesy. Um, Why? Oh, It's just like a little bit too, it feels, I, I think it's a good way. She's. It feels like she's really trying to like break up the monotony of like another year What's at monotony? Hogwarts. That means it feeling like kind of boring and the same. Of another year at Hogwarts. Yeah. And instead, she's like, let's do something totally different. And then just have this, like, contest with the three challenges, you know. Mm-hmm. I also would say, yeah. when you're trying to, like, the mystery of, like, what's going on, it's something that should, like, make a lot of sense at the end. And, like, oh, I saw that all along. But yeah. you know what? The character of Barty Crouch Jr., who is, like, the key guy in this whole mystery, he is not introduced until page 527, which is like more than three quarters or is it? No, it's not quite. It's it's almost three quarters of the way through the book. And wow. he's the key guy to help you understand That's what's going on. And they don't even crazy. tell you who he is for 500 pages. Wow. And so like you can't ever get to the end and be like, oh, I could have known that. I could have pieced that together. No, you had no clue because she didn't even tell you about this guy until the book was most of the way over. And then they told you, oh, but he's dead. And it's like, okay, you know, I couldn't have, there's no satisfaction of feeling like that was a really good mystery. I could have solved it. You could have never solved it because she made it so it was impossible because she didn't even tell you about the guy who was the center of the mystery. So, yeah, but it is a really good, I still think having Bobaton and and, and the Quidditch World Cup and and Durmstrang, that's all cool. I like that. Okay. So now let's do a um a short next book excitement, uh-huh, but uh-huh. we have to be cryptic. Cryptic, mysterious. So let's start with spoil. Ruthie. You said you're you're just part way through the next. Yeah, book. I wait. I'm kind of. Was it the was it this book that had a really good beginning, or was it? It was. Oh, the next book has a pretty intense beginning. I really... This book I, has a kind of intense one. This book's beginning involves Voldemort killing the guy. The yeah, guy. That's probably not the one you're thinking of. It's an intense, a good beginning that involves Harry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I really like the beginning. You like the beginning. I forget mm-hmm. what the beginning is. We won't that's say. We, say. we won't say. Tune in next time. What? We'll say after we're off the, the air. Book. After we're off the air. Okay, okay. It's a good, intense beginning that involves our guy, H.P., well, yeah, of course it does. Good old well, HP. Well, no, but I mean the beginning of this book doesn't involve HP. Oh, right, yeah? right, right. right. So. Okay, what about you? What are you excited about? Um, I am excited about exams. I love exams. Oh. And, uh. um, and, <laughs> and, and the Order of the Phoenix. 
Yeah, that's true. The book is good. That's not a spoiler. That's the literally that's the, literally the name the, of the, book. the name of the book. Um, yeah. yeah, I would say again, everything's ramped up. Next book, getting more intense. <laughs> I love it. I love it. The building action. That's nice. So yep. it's exciting. Le- now let's do the credits. So I thank Dad for doing this podcast with me. I thank Mr. Steve for letting us use this podcasting space. I thank Ruthie for being our guest. Mm-hmm. I thank Weasley for being a really cute cat and supporting us um, because he's just like so insanely adorable. <laughs> I thank Mom for going along with this like crazy idea and all the other future guests, mm-hmm. which yeah. actually surprisingly, there are only three. Three left. Three, three left. left. Ashlyn, <gasps> we can reveal Ashlyn for the next one. That's Ashlyn, cousin, who's right? Melody's cousin. Yeah, yeah, yep. That's my cousin. And then we'll see. We'll see. Yep. Nope. Nobody not, booked. Not telling nobody booked talk. after that. Yes, yeah. we do. Well, we're. Well, we, we have. We haven't we'll, scheduled it. We, we have people, you. but we won't tell you. Yep. Yeah. Uh, um, I think. Let's see here. I thank Melody and Mrs. Mark for letting me do this. Mm-hmm. I thank my mom for letting us drive all the way down here. Um. I thank my sisters for being excited about it for me. Oh. And, uh, yeah, I guess my pets, like Melody said, for being so insanely adorable. (laughs) Like your bunny. Yeah. And your dog. Well, I have the same thank yous, and I'm thankful to Melody for having the idea for the podcast and Ruthie for joining us. So cool. And what a great guest. And I'm thankful for mom um, for supporting us and taking care of the other two kids. So <laughs> do this. Yeah. So mom. And also, always shout out also mom. thanks to um, our music. Our music team, coordinator. Caleb, Caleb. The five-year-old. Five-year-old music whoop, coordinator. In kindergarten who can write his name in cursive. Yeah. He's all oh. about these Way to go, Caleb. Yeah. All right, so we're ready to wrap it up, right? But for, no, no, first, 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 we need to sing a song. Okay. Because hopefully you will be hearing this somewhere in the vicinity of Christmas. That's what maybe. we hope. Maybe. You maybe. Hopefully. So, <clears throat> we have a Christmas song for you. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year at Hogwarts. Good tidings we bring to you and your teachers. Teachers, housemates. Good tidings for Christmas and a Happy New Year at Hogwarts. Yay!